Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Paper Street Post. This is Paper Street Music Company's podcast. I'm your host, Bob. I meet every once in a while to, to talk about our, our band and, and where we're headed. I, I, I do want to say a happy new year to everybody. I hope you had a, a, a happy holiday. Uh, whatever you celebrated, hope you got to spend it uh, some quality time with your family and friends. Um, apologies for, for the delay in, in episodes. It has been a while, but it is good to be back in Paper Street Music Company headquarters, uh, bringing back my original guest host, Tim Coley. Tim, what's going on, man? Hey, Bobby. Good to see you again, and it's good to be back on the Paper Street Post. It's good to be in a new year. I'm really excited. Yeah, a- absolutely. absolutely. Did you have a good holiday? I sure did. Yeah, I got to spend time with you know family and friends and you know, got got a much needed break, so it's good to good to be back though and get things rolling again. Yeah, de- definitely. Um, that intro music, of of course, was South to North. I'm sure a lot of you guys listening in uh, recognize that track. Um, that was definitely a, a, a pivotal song that, that that we used as kind of a theme for for the tour that that we took in 2016, um, which I thought was a big moment for us. Uh, I figured we we would spend today on the podcast talking about uh, year in review. You know, we're, we're just a, a week into to 2017. I'd say we had a really big 2016, and it, maybe it'd be a good time to sit back and, and reflect a little bit on uh, on the year. So, um, Tim, I, I mean, I think it was a really good year for us. I mean, well, I don't really have a lot of reference because it was my only year with you guys. But um, what are your thoughts on, on the year? Well, I can I can I can tell you for sure that it was it, I felt like it was a big year, and that was a, it was a big year because of you. I mean, the addition was was huge, and uh, it was it was a great it was a great success. Really, it really was in a lot of different ways. <clears throat> uh, the tour was definitely the highlight for me. Um, you know, um, going up to Ohio and playing a lot of shows for family and friends who have been with us our whole lives. You know, in some cases, and have seen us in different. Um, musical, you know, experiments and projects, and it's just kind of cool for for them to sort of see where we where we went. I also thought it was kind of cool that you know, South to North was written well before the tour, but yep. it kind of provided a, us a theme and something to go off of. Yeah. So it's sort of that was what t- 2016 was like to me. Like, huh, this is sort of gonna just this fits perfectly weirdly, you know. So yep. it was it was a year that was it took a lot of work and a lot of tenacity which, you know, we all have as individuals and we bring that to the band, but we also got very lucky, you know, it was a very lucky year, um, you know, in a lot of ways. So, you know, the tour was definitely the highlight and it was in the smack dab middle of the year and it was, right. it was a lot of fun for sure. Yeah. So South, South to North, uh, obviously the, the, um, the song, the kind of theme of our tour, um, we, we picked that because we, we were going from Nashville, Tennessee to, to Cleveland, mm-hmm. Ohio, where, where, uh, we all, grew up in um what was your favorite part of the tour oh man you know it's funny it's just like all one big moment for me um you and i drove up together and what was really cool about that was you know for as much at that point we know we played a lot of music together and we've spent a lot of time together but you know when you spend eight hours in a car with somebody (laughs) you definitely get to know them and so you know we would volley back and forth kind of music that we'd been listening to new music yeah and that was really cool to me. You know, I kind of got an idea of where you were coming from and listening to, you know, what kind of music you were listening to and vice versa. Um, but I would have to say, you know, each show was so different in a lot of ways. Each so- show was so unique because we played in Youngstown 
And then we played in uh, Menor, uh, where Greg is originally from. So we got to spend a lot of time with his family and friends that he went to school with. Um, for me, I guess personally, I would say Geneva was probably the, the top because most of my folks and the people that I grew up with and people that I was around and family yeah. came to that show. Um, I also thought that was uh, a very, very tight performance. Uh, the vibe was really good. Um, it was just, a, it was a great night, you know, it was really, really hot. <laughs> yeah. I was sweating like crazy, but it was, it was a lot of fun, you know, and, and also it was the last gig. So you kind of got to go a little crazy after that because we'd sort of been on a schedule and trying to keep right. ourselves in shape and, and in the right kind of state of Be mind. Healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Get a, yeah. yeah. Stay healthy. But after that, after that gig, I felt like we had kind of earned the right to sort of get a little crazy and have a little, For sure. fun, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think we certainly did. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of points I, I want I, I want to bring up. I mean, first off, getting up to Ohio was like a disaster. I don't know if you remember like Dave's car yes. not working and all that. Because I, I don't think we pulled in to my home until like midnight. Yeah, or, we were or, supposed to leave way earlier than we had actually left. And then, yeah, Dave had car trouble and... It was nuts. And really, we, you know, we ended up working out. We got in later than we had wanted yeah. to. But, you know, one of the funny things that people outside of the band always joke with me is we forgot our bass guitar. <laughs> we forgot the bass. Yeah. How do you forget the bass? So we're at the first gig and it's like, honestly, 30 minutes before we go on. And we're like, do we have the bass? You know, and in the, in the hectic environment of trying to pack the car when, you know, Dave's yep. not... Dave's car isn't working and we have all these, you know, he wasn't even here. I think. He yeah. Was, yeah. It was the first tour and we don't really know. And we're trying to figure everything out and think slowly. And it was my birthday the day before. So we were all exhausted because we were up super late and, um, yeah, so we forgot the bass, but luckily, uh, that first gig, we, you know, one of the bands lent us their bass and, um, the bass player, uh, that was, that I played with in college lent us his bass. Right. So it was kind of cool because people that knew us back in the day when we were in that band, sort of, it was like an Easter egg. Like, that bass looks familiar. So it was kind of, I guess it ended up working out for the best. Yeah. Yeah, that, that we, we figured it out, <laughs> I guess. Um, and then uh, another point that, that I, I wanted to mention was it, it was really cool. We, we played three shows in a row. Um, usually we're, we're playing monthly. So it, it was really interesting to have the energy of one show come off of that and then gear up for the next one and see how we changed and improved and, and grew. I thought that was really interesting and pretty eye opening for, for the five of us. And, you know, we, we drove up there having a, a few shows under our belts, but I felt like we really left Cleveland a band yes. you know, for the first time. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, you're right. I mean, that's a good way to put it. You know, we, we kind of left as a very cohesive unit and uh, it was it was definitely it was a test of stamina for sure. You know, I know for me, I was trying to stay. You know, I was kind of on a strict regimen of, you know, eating right and and making yeah. sure that I was staying healthy and kind of staying fit because it's trick. It's tough. You know, you're playing those you know three shows in a row, which I know for maybe for bands that tour much more than that, it's that's nothing. But you know, we had never done anything like yeah. that, and so it was definitely a challenge. Um, but I, I feel like because it was a challenge, we worked really hard to overcome that challenge. And I think we played better than we ever had at that point. Yeah. Um, and, and we definitely left because we shared this experience together. We definitely left as, as you, like you said, like as an actual band, 
as a one, as a unit of, of, of one common goal yeah. and, and one really awesome memory, you know? Yeah, and that sure. was, I mean, tw- whole 2016 in general was just one awesome memory, but yeah, that tour was something special. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. That, that was definitely a highlight of, of our band, I, I, I'd say, but we, we definitely, I mean, we did a lot uh, before and after that. I think, um, you know, before that tour, we, we went into the studio mm. and got ready for that. Yeah. Um, you know, wh- what do you remember from, from that experience? Well, I love, I love the studio environment. Um, being a composer, you know, it's really great because you can realize everything you imagine when you're writing a song, what you want to happen, different ways to happen. And I love collaborating with engineers. I love that. I love coming into a studio with everything written and done but then knowing that there's going to be something added, like one last spice added to it before it's, yeah. it's served to the everybody else, the public forever. You know, that's exciting for me. So um, it's cool to go in with an open mind and to go in with music that you believe in, that you've worked hard writing and feel strongly about. And it's uh, it's I love playing live. I loved the tour um, just for the the you know, the excitement that it was and the high that it provided. But overall the studio, I love being in the studio. I could, I could be there all the time. Um, and so, and you know, of course we went into the bomb shelter, which I think we spoke about last time I was on the, the post. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, that's, and that's the thing, you know, you last year we go in, we do this, we go into the studio, we've got this EP that we create and we write and we record. And, uh, you know, then immediately we go on tour I mean, that's how it's done. You know, yeah. I mean, that's like yeah. how you hear about it happening for all these big bands that inspire you. So to actually be able to do that yourself in in a, in a smaller scale, perhaps, but just still, you know, um, yeah. yeah, it was it was awesome. I, I, I loved the the method that we in that we did it in and everything like that. Um, and of course, the songs were I f- thought really turned out real well. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, we most of that EP is re- is recorded in one day. Yeah, you know, I'd say like it's over seventy five percent of it is. I, I don't know if our listeners knew that, but a lot of that is live, and I thought that was a, an interesting environment to to go into the studio, to be under the gun, to try and mm-hmm. do seven songs in eight hours worth of studio time, which was a challenge, I think. And I think we, you know, in the months leading up to it, we had only played one live show we spent most of our time just repping prepping getting our our chops up to where we could just knock out a song and it was really frustrating at, at points or kind of maybe not frustrating but um Challenge. dull you know repping those songs over oh, and over you mean, again yeah for the rehearsals yeah yeah i suppose so i mean it definitely paid off you know i think hindsight being 2020 of course i you we didn't have any money so we sort of <laughs> had to do it all in one sitting. You know what I mean? We couldn't really afford to yeah. go in and keep doing. That, that implies was, that we have money now. <laughs> well, you know, hey, 2016 was pretty lucrative. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but, um, you know, at that time, we really didn't. I mean, we were paying out of pocket. Yeah. So we sort of, we, that was why we were under the gun is because we really couldn't afford to. And we had to get these songs done because at the at the rate in which we write currently and at that time we had to get these songs done i mean we had to get them recorded and out there because we had new new stuff coming you know what i mean yeah so um that i think was the only way that we could have done it and then you know you know leading up to that of course we had to make sure that we were when we stepped up to the plate that we were ready to hit a home run because we had to yeah we couldn't afford otherwise for sure so
So uh, I, I do want to talk about South to North a little bit in depth, just the songwriting and whatnot. Um, again, this is a song that I wasn't there for the genesis of it. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm curious how how that came about to be a song. Yeah, well, the originally the first sort of the seed of the idea was written right after I bought my house, which is Paper Street Headquarters. And Greg, you, you just, just you just released the the location of Paper Street. Well, good, yeah. Come visit me. I'm lonely. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but Greg was it's over. It's gonna be redacted. Okay, and Greg Greg was over, and we were we were setting up the music room, and uh, I think it was really there was nothing else set up in the house. The music room was set up first, and uh, we just had my guitar and his piano, and so we were just kind of playing around and stuff, and that first sort of idea happened in that ain't no shame in leaving. No, I have no interest in that. That was it. You know? And then we sort of said, well, what are we trying to say? And so we came up with sort of that first verse ish, but it was several months later. It was actually Thanksgiving day. Um, I sat down and started working on it on the piano and changed the key and kind of changed the feel of it, sped it up a little bit. And it was shortly after I came back from Cleveland you know, so the whole idea of going back and forth between Nashville and Cleveland is uh, was really was the 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 inspiration behind the song because mm. you know you you sort of live two lives a lot of, in a lot of ways when you are grew up in, an, in a place and you've got family and friends there that you've known for your entire life, but then you've got a life in a new area in a new right. spot. So and and last year I I definitely I went back to Ohio a lot. You know, and I would have these relationships there that I feel like could grow stronger if I were there. And then, you know, I move, I come back here and I feel like I left so many loose ends and vice versa. You know what I mean? Like you go there and you remember, oh, wow, I've got all these really amazing relationships that I have not really fully cultivated, but I can't because I'm not there. But that also makes you sort of timid in cultivating relationships here because you know how fragile that is so i i that was kind of the you know back and forth south to north lord forgive me i know i'm not doing my best when it comes to making these making a relationship that's worthwhile but i'm kind of nervous too you know what i mean so it's that was kind of the idea of it and so of course i went to greg because we'd started it together and you know most of the time when i'm writing something i'll go i'll turn to him because we've done it so much and uh we got together and sort of wrote it pretty much together and just this idea of struggling with the fact that you're sort of sometimes living two lives and and what that means you know in your own self like how you're supposed to feel about that but how other people feel about that as well when they look at you as someone that's half there and half gone sure you know yeah i think we can all all relate to that one i mean yeah we've all moved from ohio so I didn't really know that that's what that was about. That's interesting. I mean, yeah, it's literally about being back and forth between, you know, here and there. South yeah. Um, what about the song now, which was recorded at the bomb shelter uh, on that day? What has changed from the recording to when you originally thought of it? <laughs> well, you. I mean, that was the one of the first songs we learned with you. And, um, you know, when Greg and I were writing it, we really didn't have... I mean, we didn't really have an idea for what the the rhythm section was going to do, meaning you and and you know Dave, who plays bass on on the track. Yeah. And um, 
you know, we just had the lyrics and the harmonies and the chordal structure and whatnot. And I guess, I don't know, and we were talking about this earlier today, you know, I don't really know, a lot of times I feel like, oh, this is what's going to happen in the drums, or I'm writing a song, or I'm feeling that rhythm, feeling that groove, and then you would do something that would be very, that would surprise me, and be like, wow, I never would have thought of that, and it's so much better, it brings out such a different character in this piece, and that was, that was an example of that for sure, I mean, I remember, I remember so clearly learning that song, and playing that song, and teaching it to everybody, and then you started that sort of on the snare and then the rin that sort of that subdivision and i remember looking over at greg and just shaking my head you know and we were singing and i just been like i can't believe this sounds like this this is so cool you know and i also love it it's not a long song i love it it's like two and a half minutes yeah yeah it's about yeah two and a half minutes like you said and it starts off the ep and it's real quick but when we were driving up for the tour, I remember you saying, like, I love that this is the first track because, boom, this is, this is, how we, this is who we are. Here yep. it is. It's a real quick, and you're, you want more. You know, you want more after that. It entices you to track two, yeah. which is easy, which is another great song. And, and so I love that that's the, the start of the, the EP, and I love that it's short and really concise and powerful. It packs a punch for sure because of that, because of its length. And because of the groove and how it works. So, yeah, I, I love it. I love that song. Yeah. I think I've said this in a fair couple of songs, but that song, like, again, we all have parts for it. And, and we mesh and we know when to right. when to drop out, when to come in, uh, when to compliment each other. You know, I think Dave has a killer bass part. Yeah. It's <laughs> oh, just all over part. the place. So. That's my favorite song to play, too, probably on guitar, just because it's kind of a combination of pick and then finger picking yeah you know like between the thumb and the first finger and then all the other three fingers are doing something on the higher strings that's a lot of fun to do especially as a singer you know when i'm singing that song i can sort of compliment what the vocals are doing you know the guitar can compliment what the vocals are doing so it's and that's exploited i mean like you said we exploit the cool things about that song and that's not always easy to do sometimes songs don't serve themselves well in that sort of way but that song definitely does yeah and then, you know, harking back to the tour, I, I remember what, whatever our set list was at the time, we would vamp going into South to North and we would vamp at a different tempo than what South to North started at. Mm. And, you know, just a few clicks faster, I think, what South to North was. But all three times we would, you know, be doing this. Greg was on the keys, mm-hmm. Dave and I were, were playing a little bit while you guys were tuning and then... It's just like bam, all five of us right on tempo at the same time. Yeah, uh, I don't know how we did it. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that's I. I think we left that tour a much more cohesive band. Yeah, um, for sure. Well, you know, it, you get used to how everyone reacts to certain situations yeah. and how it's supposed to sound anyway. But yeah, you're right. That was cool, you know. Yeah, and it was cool because I feel like people in the audience thought the same. Like, wow, that really that landed on its feet. And yeah. now in a full-on sprint, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> for sure, you're right. Um, so you know, going even further back, our first show of 2016, our first show as Paper Street Music Company was at Fubar in in February. Oh yeah, which is now uh, not the, not even in business anymore. It's called Cobra, the location. Um, if if you're curious, uh, what what has changed from that first show to our last show, which was in November at Springwater. How do you think we've grown? Um, well, uh, you know, we've got more songs. We've got sure, yeah. uh, a lot more 
I th- we've got more songs and the new songs are definitely more indicative of where we're headed. And, and, and we have a little bit more confidence in our writing because we know what everyone's capable of. Yeah. You know, in, at, at FUBAR, all of those songs were written before you joined the band, you know? So right. I'm pretty sure, I think, I think that's right. And so, you know, it was, it was kind of like a, here are the songs, here's what we're playing. Well, now we're doing the gig. Yeah. And it was a good gig. I remember it was, it was a lot of fun and, and it was, it, it went over really well and it was a wonderful start to what, where, you know, the, the continuation of that year. Uh, but I think we got a lot more comfortable with reading each other, of course, you know, because that's, that's what happens. You know, any, any band would say the same thing. You know, they, you know, you play with someone for long enough, especially if you go on tour and you live with these songs for a year, you get more comfortable with them. Um, I will say, you know, in this, in response to your question, it's also easy to it's also easy to kind of take a step backward from where you start because, you know, that first gig we were all so excited, right. you know, and there was that energy, and then when you play the same songs for a year, that energy starts to go, and when you start to think, oh, these people that are here have heard us play these songs, you know, so it's really easy to sort of get kind of, I don't know, I I, w- I won't say slack because we don't, but. In your head, you want to go, oh, these people know how this is going to go. And then if you screw up, they know that you screwed up and right. you kind of get bored with the songs or whatever. Yeah. But I, what I will say is how, you know, where have we come as a band and, and in a positive outlook is being able to recognize that that is a symptom of playing the songs a lot, you know, the same songs frequently. How do you combat that? How do you figure out a way to make it new and make it fresh and make it exciting? And I think that we've done a really good job at that, you know, and, and being a guy that sings most of these songs and is, is fronting most of these songs, I find myself always trying to figure out a way to make it, you know, appealing in some way, musically, visually. And so um, I feel like that, that's been a really cool challenge. It's also, um, you know, that that's kind of drives you to write new material. Sure. Because you, you want, not only do you want new songs, because that's what keeps you going as a band anyway, but, you know, it, it is also, you get excited about new songs, and that energy is what people really want to see. Yeah. You know, they, they love our songs, and that's really cool. That's the best part, really. But when they hear a new song, and they see the energy, and they, they see how much you love what you're doing, that's also a big part of it. And if And sometimes you lose that. And that's not because, you know, that's not because we're, you know, we don't like doing what we're doing. It's just, it's a little tough to keep up that same kind of energy and stamina for songs that were written a year ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, that's kind of, that's how I think we've, we realized that that was a, a hurdle that we didn't realize what was going, that was going to be a hurdle sure. at the beginning of the year. So, you know, going forward, I think we need to remember that and, 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 and try to keep in mind that, you know, these songs that we feel are good, that we felt that they were good when we wrote them are still good and we can still portray that energy. Yeah. You know, cause there might be someone in the crowd that had never heard us before. Right. So bring that energy every time. That's something I feel like we've gotten a lot better at. Yeah. I think we've done a good job of not, you know, we have written new songs and we've added that to the set list as, as they're ready. But you know, our, our core group of songs hasn't changed a whole lot, but we've done a, done a good job of changing them in the set list. Right. Uh, starting them in different ways mm-hmm. you know keeping it fresh just if it's just a, a little thing i don't think we've ever of the many shows that we play in 2016 ever mailed a gig in or, or you know right. showed up from 
the the gig we played last month to the gig we played in the current month oh, not yeah. changing anything or working on anything new and i think that that forward motion has always helped us mm-hmm. as you said keep that energy up right and then, you know if you start to get into that you know if you start to get that mailing it in mentality that's that's detrimental to everything you do especially in a creative environment like a musical group you know like an yeah. ensemble like we've created can't have that so that's that's one thing you know we, we i don't think we've ever gotten there i know we haven't gotten there i mean every gig we've played we've given it you know our all and, and enjoyed it so much you know right. we look forward to it so much so um yeah i feel like that's that's a definite strength you know we're we're in love with what we do and we're in love with our music and we have a great time doing it with each other so you know that's that's our greatest strength i feel like we write a lot of good songs but i think the fact that we enjoy so much doing it with each other specifically is our is our strongest attribute yeah for sure all right well i mean 2016 uh some people say it's a it was a disaster year but (laughs) i think for the band at least it it was definitely a success yeah Um, yeah it was interesting it was it was, I mean, yeah, you're right. For It was up and down for a lot of, it was either really great or really terrible. Yeah. You know, it was, no one thinks it was a mediocre year. Yeah. I you mean, know? So it was a lot, of, a lot of weird things, a lot of horrible losses in the music world. You know, yeah. a lot of heroes that went on to the next life or whatever. And yeah. But, you know, for us, we, we had a really busy and, and fruitful year. I'm looking forward to 2017. Yeah, me too. Um, I guess just wrapping 2016 up, what's one funny story about 2016 in the band that you could tell on air i'm not gonna ask you for the funniest but like one that you would consider the funniest i mean if if, if you want to um oh shucks i did not i don't know i haven't thought about this um hmm let's see in it had to have been probably on the tour at some point um let's see I think it was we saw we saw Greg sleeping after the first gig and he sleeps like a vampire. What? He sleeps yeah, it's just I don't know. Like you know, it's you see it once and you're like maybe that's just weird a weird thing he's doing right now. So he, what he like busted out his coffin and It I mean yeah, no. He sit he lays down and his arms were crossed and his hands his palms were on his shoulder. And uh, his legs were crossed. I mean, it was like the skinniest version of him you can possibly imagine. So we took tons of pictures and put things on his face. And, like, I put uh, pennies on his eyes. And <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, it was ridiculous. It's funny because things like that happen so much that it's it's such a pleasure to enjoy those moments that they happen so often that it's hard to pick out one funny thing. But, you know, I remember that specifically on the tour. It was it was ridiculous. It's like, what? You know, we were like walking, just having a normal conversation. And there's Greg sleeping. <laughs> just like a like. Yeah. Like he's been dead for 20 years. Hanging just upside down. There. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So, I, you know, but things happen all the time. You know, it's just it's ridiculous. When you're in a band, you see some pretty crazy stuff. So it's, it's yeah. you know, a lot of, a lot of goofy things go on. Yeah, for sure. Sorry for putting you on the spot. That's all right. That I love it. Brother. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, 2016, what, what's your favorite music that came out of the year? Ooh, that came out? Yeah. Um, I, you know, I love David Bowie's album. I Black love Star. his final, Black Star, I really do. And, and you know, I sort of, it's hard for me to say that it's, I, it's hard for me to say, oh, it's not because he died, because it kind of is. And I think that, but I think that's what it was meant to be. You know, yeah. it's definitely supposed to be a swan song, and, and it was, but it was a great album. 
you know, it was stellar work and it was nice and bizarre and it was very much a bit, you know, David Bowie album. Plus the musicians he had on were stars. I mean, they're great. I think they had a lot of jazz jazzers on there. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I also loved Boney Vera's album. I thought that was really great. 22 a million. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really good. Um, Radiohead's record, Moonshape Pool, was good. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what else? Hmm. There were, let's see. I don't know. I'm trying to remember all that came out. It's all it's all bleeding together. What do you think? Um, Radiohead, for sure. Uh, Moonshape Pool, I, I thought that was like, it was at the same time like their early stuff but it was like all the musical knowledge they've gained over the years kind of coming together in a a really cool way i was really impressed with that um frank ocean's album blonde is really interesting yeah um he didn't submit it to be nominated for grammy awards but i'm pretty sure it would have been nominated a lot um when was that released? Was that August? September? September. I think it came out in September. It was one of those like Apple Music exclusives for mm. a little bit. Yeah, that was really good. Just went from different genre to genre, song to song. Um, I also love David Bowie's Black Star. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. Um, it was a really good year for hip hop and rap. But yeah, those are probably my top three, I'd say. Yeah, I mean it was it was an interesting year. Also, I'm a big Rolling Stones fan, obviously, and they right. came out with a record um, late in the year, right? December, Blue, Blue and Lonesome, blues record, right? All blues, all blues covers. Which you know, I, I Mick and Keith, I think, wrote some of the best rock and roll tunes ever in the '60s and '70s. Um, and I feel like going back to their blues roots is really great because they're they're so good at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're definitely. You know, top blues players and Clapton was in the, st- I thought it was so cool. Eric Clapton was in the same studio. So they're like, Hey man, come on down and, and play really? with us. I thought that was, I dug that really hard. So it was, you know, it was all, it was all blues covers and, but I thought it was great. I thought it was probably the most alive they've sounded since like maybe <laughs> the seventies or eighties. I really do. I mean, no yeah. disrespect, but I thought it was their best record since maybe like some girls even. So I was a big fan of that one as well. Cool. All right, looking ahead, uh, we're already in 2017. What What's on the docket for Paper Street Music Company? What are you excited about? Well, I, we had a rehearsal right before this, and um, we've got a bunch of new songs. It's crazy. I mean, uh, we've worked on a, a few of them today. Um, we've got a lot sort of in the bank and sort of overflowing at this point. So um, I'm loving the fact that we have that sort of the next thing we need to do is you know, our demos and, and keep on writing and fleshing out these new tunes. Uh, that's, that's my favorite part, you know, as, as a, as a composer, as a songwriter, I'm really excited to see what we've got going on. Um, and you know, we were hoping to, uh, get started on our, uh, on a record, a full yeah. length LP, um, this year, a debut album. Uh, we're probably going to start hitting the studio sometime mid year, I'll say. Um, and we definitely have the material for it, um, so it's just kind of working it out and 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 doing doing what needs to be done to each of those tunes, which again I is one of my favorite parts of being in a, in a band anyway. Uh, and we've got pretty lofty goals. Uh, we're trying to play a whole lot more than last year. Um, 
going to definitely try and play out of state as well. Um, and try to reach more people that are, that are, that get buzzed on our music, you know, so that they can get real excited about a new record coming out from paper street music company. So just trying to spread the word and spread the love. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I'm stoked about recording for sure. I think, uh, you know, this time last year we're, we're light years ahead of where we were. Right. So we, we have a whole calendar year to look forward to of being, you know, a year wiser, a year more familiar with each other with these mm-hmm. songs under our belt. So I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be, I mean, I think next year in January, early January, 2018, we're going to be, you know, sitting somewhere different. I don't, you know, we're going to be talking about a whole lot of different stuff and how great 2017 was. And, um, maybe, you know, about a new record coming out. It's just great to look ahead and have a lot of faith in, in what we do. And I'm yep. looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Tim, uh, thank you so much for uh, being a repeat guest on the Paper Street post. Yeah, thanks I, for having me again. I appreciate it. Uh, we'll do a little outro with more South to North. Um, we are on iTunes now. This podcast is on iTunes, so please subscribe to that. Um, click on the subscribe button either via iTunes or, or the link on, on our website. Um, we're also getting all of our older episodes on iTunes as well, so subscription would, would uh, be much appreciated for that. Um, we're going to try and make this a monthly thing. So, uh, thank you for listening. We'll, we'll definitely be back with an episode next month. Um, and so then I'll see you guys. So long, everybody.